0: Now that now that we're having anime talk, um, mm-hmm. I, I I was I was I got a YouTube recommendation for like this this cooking anime.
1: Oh, like for like cookie cooking.
0: or cooking, yeah. cooking.
1: Oh my god, oh. the wars. <laughs> the um, no, not Food Wars. Food Wars,
0: <laughs> not that Food one? Wars. It's apparently no? older than okay. Food Wars. Oh, okay. but like I was watching it and I was like, this show's fucking hilarious. <laughs> so like like there's like this. It's all like it's about like some kind of like school, but there's also like uh all the regions of in tokyo come together and there's like judging and like there's it's all like the like insane reactions to things that are delicious um <laughs> and like this like the there's like the first clip i saw was uh this guy like the judge tasted like this special like bread or some shit and he started talking about how great it was while taking his clothes off <laughs> what and, and, then, and then and then like he starts to like unbuckle his pants. Everyone's like, no, whoa, no, no. And then whoa, whoa, whoa. and then, and then and, like, the character's like, he's like, no. If you take your cock out, we'll get canceled. And I was like, I was like what? I what is to, the name of it? I need to watch. know this. I need, I need to, to watch it. Oh it's really short.
2: Brendos. Welcome back to Super Ghost Radio. I am Jerry, and I am always, most times, always joined by my two favorite people that I like doing this with. That would be Greg.
0: Well, hello there.
2: (laughs) How are you, Greg?
0: I'm doing okay. Can't complain. Tired. But you know. Yep. Such a slave.
2: Yeah, that's that's just being our age. Speaking about not being our age, Beth! How are you? You're also probably tired, Yeah. I'm so that also doesn't make a difference. <laughs> <all the time. laughs> this is the always exhausted podcast.
1: I just think where that's we... being an adult. Yeah, you, you hit. Well, also, I'm severely anemic, so small factor, maybe big factor, but
0: big, big factor. That's a that's a big old factor. <laughs> Listen, if I was living the child's life, I'd be very well rested.
1: Child's <laughs> <Shut laughs> <up> life. <laughs>
0: <word. laughs> oh the man, child's life for me. Uh Yo ho yo <laughs> <laughs> the child's life for Greg. Uh <laughs>
2: the life for me. So, man, we got some stuff to talk about. Um, we have been actually playing a lot of games together recently. Uh, we uh, we've finished some games together recently, and uh, yeah, we can't. I can't wait to talk about some of this stuff. But uh, but first, there's a couple of things that since we've been gone uh, has happened, and I kind of just want to touch base. The first thing that I.
0: Absolute need to I can bring it for to, the first time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if it didn't get demonetized, we could we could actually put the, the song in here as like a
0: little little clip. <laughs> Sharing news. It. We're not monetized.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's nothing to D. Yeah.
1: Uh
2: true. Sad but true.
0: Um It's also the story but, of my life. There's nothing to D. <laughs>
1: Oh my god I'm. Why do we always start these And then five minutes afterwards I want to leave
2: Stop you can't leave Greg be good I'm sorry (laughs) It's, it's stream of consciousness Speaking about D Let's talk about the D make Bloodborne it's coming And I can't wait Stop Greg before I like just hang on I set myself up very poorly for that And I need you to not make
0: An inappropriate joke I wasn't going to
2: Okay, just so we
0: got. What, that. What, what did you think I was gonna? What what, what would I make a joke around? I'm what curious. more d make?
2: Are you excited? I'm excited. I know that you have issues with the soundtrack.
0: <laughs> I could talk too long about that. I actually, I, I find it. It's a it's a fun project, but I find it uh, unnecessary.
2: <laughs> I think it's like I I don't know if I would ever play through the whole thing. Like I don't know. Like it would be something cool that I would like probably get up to like. Father Gaston, and then go. That's it, what? What? It what's his name. I,
1: Gaston. Gascoigne. It's like no Gaston.
0: <laughs> Listen, Gascoigne
1: no one. one
0: hunts like, like Gaston. Gaston.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what is happening,
0: Jerry? You don't have a Disney upbringing. No. Uh, his name is Gascoin. Uh,
2: excuse me. What?
0: It's not. Is it actually Gascoin? It is Gascoin. I thought it was Gascon.
1: No, he's it like gone
0: His father. His name is his father, Gascoigne.
2: Look, all I know is I've I've. That's the first time I think I've ever called him by his real name. I usually just call him Father Fuckface because he is he is a pain in my ass. That was that was the big uh like first brick wall for me in Bloodborne. I Gascoigne. I, yep, I spent like a full day trying to
0: beat him. Oh, you just get that music box and away you go.
2: Yeah, I didn't know about that music box. I beat him without it. I had no I still idea. Also, did I the first time? But yeah. The what uh, weapon did you choose? Uh, I think I had the axe. The axe. Mm. Yeah, I think so. I can't remember. It's been so long. I used the cane. Yeah, I heard the cane was pretty cool.
0: Was it offered me cane as a weapon? I'm not going to use it. Come on. It, is it? Is it a cane whip? So they call it the threaded cane because the one form is like, it's it's basically like you're hitting people with a stick, like it's a sword, and then the other form is a whip.
2: Oh man, that is like Castlevania as fuck. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I don't want to go back and play that game because I never ever did beat that DLC. Mm. Did you? No. It's supposed to be pretty good. But I it that. was It was very difficult. And I had been away from Bloodborne for too long and forgot how to play it very well, so I uh, hopped back out of it. But I think I will entertain the idea of trying out that D Make because I think it's it, I think it's an incredible thing. And for those that don't know, um, some fans have gone ahead and made Bloodborne. Uh, it looks like it's like one to one for the most part, but it's like D Make, as in it's now PS One graphics. And uh, unfortunately, um, it's also got PS One ass music. Mm, I, I, I disagree think. with that. I think you it's you, you think PS1 it's music. like MIDI. I I I heard differently. I don't know. I I I thought it sounded okay. I mean, it is a little
0: harsh, but
2: it I didn't sound, think it,
0: was it it sounds decidedly worse than things I've heard on the PS One. I could show you a, some, some tracks from a PS One launch title that sound. Fucking amazing, even by today's standards. Jet Anyway, the <laughs> anyway, so, well, old had a licensed soundtrack. I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking like. <laughs> anyway, we don't have to. We don't. Have to talk <laughs> yeah, we don't but talk yeah, to, me to rant about, about this. Did so I'm pretty did excited you see
1: about the the, um, the make they're doing for um, Resident Evil Four.
0: No, no, I've not seen that.
1: Yeah, they're doing. There's going to be a D-make for that. It's going to look like, uh, you know, the. PlayStation ones like the like Resident Evil and Resident Evil 2 and stuff so mm. oh uh, man yeah I think uh, I mean also not just because I like Resident Evil and I'm not really into any of like the Souls 4 and stuff but I think doing like a 4 in the style of 1, 2, and 3 is more interesting to see what that would look like versus just kind of taking a game that's, you know, Bloodborne and then just making it look older, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because I think it is literally a one-to-one, um, kind of
0: reimagining of Bloodborne, just in
2: PS1 kind of style. Now,
0: now what they did on April Fool's Day, they made Bloodborne Cart in their engine, head- and no that uh, I, they, I should I would absolutely play that game.
2: Uh I did not know about that.
0: And nope, just they, absolutely, they should absolutely release that. Yeah, they made a cart racer in their engine. Bloodborne cart <laughs> racer. Oh man. Um
2: also since we've been gone, uh that trailer for the Witcher 2 season. Oh, now I get Witcher it. I can read for the
1: first time.
2: <laughs> there you go. Oh Christ. Uh <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um that uh, that season two, The Witcher looks pretty good. I don't know if you guys watched the first season, but I did. Uh, I'm pretty excited for this season. I watched it I twice. Think. Did you? I it did. is a short. It's short. It's not very long.
0: That that first season was it like five episodes or something? It was longer than that, I think.
2: Yeah, it was really. I think it was really a ten really
0: episode good. season. It was good.
2: Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, to season two. Um, also. You know the the bad news is that on this past Friday, as the as of the time of this recording, we should have been playing the Endwalker. We're not because they went and delayed it. But uh, who knows? Maybe uh, maybe we'll touch on that a little bit deeper and further in the very near future. Maybe just before that uh, that Endwalker drops. Who knows? But uh, we, besides this, these little tidbits of, of things that have been happening, we've been playing some games together. And, oh boy, I've been having a real good time doing it. We finally played that Aliens Fire Team Elite. And I don't know about you guys, but I've been... I, I, well, you know how much I like it because every other day I'm like, you guys want to play Aliens? And then we don't but that's be- but that's because you guys are busy and i get it but um i had a blast while we were playing that i thought uh you know what i was surprised by like how like how good the quality of life stuff was in that game like how they outlined the aliens when they were like around you cuz i mean it is pretty dark um the level that we played anyways we played the first level where you know you um you're just kind of like in a. It was like a space station base, and right? It's just the corridors.
1: It's very similar to the space station from the first movie. It felt yeah. Like. yeah.
2: <clears throat> it was, it was you know pretty. Uh, I don't want to say bland. Like it, it looked good. No, it, it looked
1: was very bland.
0: Like I want to wa- just get through it to get to the the outdoor environments because there are outdoor environments that look great. Yeah, I want to like see after our, after after this like chapter we're on.
2: Yeah, I want to see like when we go to what's the planet called LV four two six?
0: I don't know. Are we going to LV two four two six? I think you do. Planet.
2: Yeah, I think you do go to that one. Um, but yeah, I've heard that once you kind of leave like the space station stuff, it it really starts popping off and really l- looking a lot more not samey. Because yeah, you're you're right. It is pretty bland, but like, I mean, it's all right for like the beginning area, I guess, to kind of just show you the ropes but had a good time with that and I, I hope we can uh play some more of that
0: soon yeah it's, I mean, it's I, like it's it's a good enough time it's jank as hell but I mean whatever it's fun did you it find janky yes really
1: yeah huh. I I don't know I I know that you said you liked it more than back for blood but I actually think left for Bo- back for blood was more interesting visually for me um I did find uh aliens a little bit janky and you have the quarters and the sameness and it works well for like an oppressive um like horror movie but not so much for a third person action game and um the i didn't like yes the aliens were like overwhelming at times but they didn't necessarily feel like too threatening and having the um Kind of being like shoehorned and limited in what you can do and making it so that, like, okay, so the special aliens, the ones that can, like, the spitters and the, like, whatever, boomers or whatever they called them in this, um, they're just bigger. And then, I don't know, I just didn't, I just felt like it was just a little bit meh all across. Yeah,
2: I hear you. Um, I think, um, like, I, I don't know if I would immediately write it off quite yet for being, like, too, too bland and samey. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I didn't find it too janky, but I, I also, you know, wasn't paying the most attention. To yeah, I things. think we crashed three
0: times trying to play that game.
1: <laughs> yeah, there was, it was very difficult to start that up and all play together too like no. we couldn't get it to work in the same lobby and then yeah it, it kept when we were in the same lobby one of us kept being like okay well I actually can't make this work right now
2: I just really want to play aliens again okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll play it again it's fine all these games these, these games are like the horde games I've said it before they just make me want to play Vermintide
2: yeah I know you know what yeah we got we got to get Beth a copy of that Vermintide I think I think you would enjoy that quite a bit actually especially like if if you ha- like were enjoying back for blood and especially like if you were enjoying back for blood visually i yeah. think you'll i think you'll appreciate vermintide
0: well vermintide bit. is just varied and interesting <laughs> so that's yeah, what it's and- got going for it it's it's varied and it's interesting and the characters are fun and the game is just fun oh the banter is so good oh my god the banter is good but it's just between- fun you know like that's yeah. it's not like it's I don't there's no other way. It's just fun, which is what a game should be.
2: Speaking of fun, <laughs> uh I had uh I had a bit of fun today. Firing up for the first time Tales of Arise.
1: Oh, that happened today?
2: Yeah. I fired that up. I got blasted with a bunch of names I don't know how to pronounce and can't remember. And really? uh, nope. I am gonna need to hear them uh Dozen or so more times before they stick in my head. Uh, we had the uh, the big grouchy guy. Who? Hang on. Let me let me try to remember what their names are. Was that guy's name like Elowart?
1: What? No.
2: <laughs> what? Okay. What is his name? What's his real name? What's the the main bad guy at the beginning? The big grumpy guy.
1: What? Oh, are you talking about? I'm confused. With the guy who's like um Seth, I think his name is. Yeah.
2: Wait. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The, that guy. Um, the big dude, right, who rules the Fire Nation, basically.
2: Yeah, that dude. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, and then there was uh, there was Iron Mask. Yep. Who I think they said his name like once.
1: No, so he far. doesn't. He doesn't know his name.
2: Uh, oh, so- cause anime. Oh my god, it's anime, and there's amnesia. I forgot about that.
1: Yeah. So he can't. He like just showed up. So like they found him, I think two years prior to the start of this game, um, and he just had I haven't gotten this there yet. Mask on. Uh, it's the, like tells as, you very early.
2: I like am very very early. Very early. It's, it's like it's still it's paused over there in the corner right now on my TV. Um, yeah, but if you've and, seen,
1: I think if you've seen Balesip, you you know this because you basically before you even meet any like the 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 main girl character, um, you're talking to Doc and he tells you this. Like, oh. It's like one of the very first conversations you have with any of the characters.
2: So what I know so far is I like I like old Iron Mask. I think yeah. he's cool. Uh, immediately, hearing his voice, I was like, damn, that voice is familiar. And yeah. then I think, hang on, before you say anything, okay. I think I remember. That's Cloud's voice, right?
1: No. Damn Noctis.
2: it! Is it Noctis?
1: Yeah, that, so... um
2: I thought it was Cloud. I swear to God, I thought it was Cloud's voice.
1: No, Iron Mask is Ray Chase, and he also plays Noctis. He Lucius play- Callum? Noctis Lucius Calum. Um, Yes, <laughs> the one and the only. And he um, also is the voice actor for the main antagonist in the previous Tales game.
2: Oh, shit. Well, he's got a really good voice for like a main character.
1: He also plays the main um he plays near, like the main like actual near, uh the older version of him. So I was like, Wait, playing, what? He yeah, does? So I was, yeah, so it's like near Replicant and uh Tales of Arise at the same oh, time. And I just all was that chase like all I couldn't get away business. from it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh no, he's he's got a I don't know, he's got a nice, like kinda soothing, gentle voice. It's, I like uh, his voice. Yeah, it's very nice. He's got a got a nice voice. And then I got introduced to uh, Electric Lady, who I don't know her name yet. She uh, you know, people touch her and then they go bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so far, uh the the goddamn cut scenes are insanely good. Like just yeah. action packed, like that fight on the train is so uh, fantastic. Oh my god, I was like, "Oh, this is exactly what I wanted in my life right now." Like especially yeah. like coming off of uh, something like drag oh I beat Dragon Quest eight so that happened since the last time uh we we talked um which yeah. by the way mwah, chef's kiss that's a that's a solid jrpg but I will say this I after putting like I think it was like sixty three hours into that game I'm kind of ready ready to kind of like it's funny because I immediately wanted to start a new dragon quest like just like that I was like I wanted I want another one but then I was like kind of want to switch things up because I don't want to get too tired and burned out on Dragon Quest games because I really like them. And they are very, like, samey in a lot of ways. So I kind of want to cherish that.
0: That, that And that was 63 hours over the course of, like, two years.
2: <laughs> it was not. I was not playing that game for that long. But I was ready to jump into, like, a a different kind of JRPG. And especially... You know, I, I had said to you, I want to start tales before we have our end of the like the game of the year discussions at the end of the year because mm-hmm. I'm I'm not about to let a triple A JRPG, which that doesn't fucking happen very often, so I'm not gonna let that slip out like off of my radar of things I want to talk about. Like it has to be in the conversations of my game of the year because I love JRPGs so much. There's no way I'm missing like this year's like top triple A JRPG. There's, It's no way. I, I have to play this game. And so far, man, this game... You know what, though? Uh, you played it on PS5, right? Yeah. So I'm playing it on PC, and oh my god, there's a lot of weird stuff going on with that game on PC.
1: Yeah, no, Tales, historically, if I remember correctly, their ports to PC are not good. Um,
2: uh, no, the they've... controller did not work at first. Yeah. <laughs> I had to... Finagle a whole bunch of stuff to get that to work, and then the the resolution is like not. And I don't know if it's because I'm playing like because I have like my PC is also hooked up to like a desk with a monitor, but it's also doing a dual monitor setup with my LG like TV, and it will not let me change the resolution. But then you know I asked my friend, and he was like, "Oh, if you just do like the the resolution scaler." Just knock that down to 50 instead of 100, and then it'll actually play in like 1080. Because my my setup is not enough to do 4K 60, which is what I was trying to do. But I I knocked it back to the 50, like 50% like scaler, and now it's running like a dream. Like it, it runs perfect. And the controller and stuff is working now. So everything's working real smooth. I am probably going to play a bunch of that maybe later tonight. I don't know. Um, cool.
1: But I'll do I'm, my second playthrough
2: it's it's got its hooks in me already. Like I can I can already tell that this is going to be something I'm going to really enjoy.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm excited to talk to you about your opinions and thoughts on the story, um, especially to, like about the ending. Um, but two things I think it does like it's done very well is moving finally into kind of like an upgraded engine um yeah. the kind action that can happen that doesn't have to be in a cutscene anymore like is more fluid there i think it does a really good job of those kind of moments i still love the uh like a- you know animated um yeah i like that stuff too a lot but it's nice like that they're able to actually still have kind of that that movement now outside of that, and just like in yeah. cutscenes that are using like in-game models. Well, I
2: mean that that whole cutscene on the, on the train mm-hmm. at the beginning, like that was all in-engine.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Right, like that was that was an in-engine cutscene, and then once it was like afterwards, like the actually the rate right where it's paused now is like that it's a cutscene, like it's an actual anime cutscene that that kicks in, and uh, I I did see some people complain about that and said that it kind of like took them out of it a little bit but like i like that stuff because it, it reminds me of like classic rpgs like that was yeah. like that was like the oh man this is an animated cutscene this shit's important like this is this is important stuff right here
1: <laughs> and i disagree so, to being like oh it takes me out of it uh i not to get too into this i have a real like gripe with people who talk about like immersion and not being able to play specific characters because of immersion or whatever. It you're playing a fantasy game in a fantasy world. Like there's all of like the yeah you touch the lady and there's like y- you get electrocuted. Like <laughs> don't talk about like oh like immersion or it takes me out of it. It's all fake. Just you, the is there
2: is there still crafting in this one? Like do you still make like recipes and stuff?
1: Yeah, they all have cooking. There's cooking. Yeah, there's cooking. It's, is it's... Iron
2: Mask going to take off his pants if he makes a good bread?
1: <laughs> oh, I wish. No, oh, my God. Yeah,
0: no, he can't take <laughs> his cock out. They'll get cancelled.
1: Uh, It was a pants.
0: <laughs> well, still, uh, it's a good rule.
1: It's a good rule. <laughs> uh, it is no, a good rule to have. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm that's, excited that's to talk about this. referencing something
0: that was not recorded. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I think I did get that. All right, okay, jokes okay. on you. But I'm uh, excited to
1: talk about this in more detail with you once yeah, you're finally we're, done. We're, and I'm looking forward get, to
2: what. We're not going to get too into it right now because we will. Yeah. Once I finish it, we will do a like a deep dive on it. Um, speaking yeah. of which, I also finished near um, this like my second playthrough, and uh, oh man, that game is. You know, I I. I I did that first playthrough, and then I did like half of the second playthrough, and then just kind of put it down for a bit. Then I kind of came back to it, and man, that's a depressing game. <laughs> that is that is one bummer of a game, but it's yeah. good. And I, I, I definitely want to sit down and have a little little t- sit down and chit chat with you, Beth, about that one, and kind of go mm-hmm. into. I kind of want to go into like the whole series, but uh, but yeah, that's a that's a topic for an, another thing. Yeah,
1: but, I would like to talk about Yoko Taro. But oh yeah. Like, yeah, like in I- general. Um, I also played and finished the the voice of cards. Oh, he had right. part of that as well. Um, How was that? It was good. Uh, it was fine, more accurately. Um interesting concept. Uh I like It was
2: a card game, right?
1: No, no, not really. So it was a card game insofar as that every uh like the world was like uh, cards laid out and you were stepping from one to the other. And if you landed on one, it could be like event or you land on one and a card would kind of drop being like enemy encounter. Um, It was Hmm. styled and done in a way that was very much supposed to invoke feelings of like tabletop RPGs uh, and like Dungeons and Dragons. Did it land? On that aspect, it definitely did. Like that, and oh. there was like an a narrator who voiced everything and kind of like ex- want to like explained everything. and you made like very minor um, choices, quote unquote, but not really. Uh, it didn't actually shape or change the way anything went down. Uh, like other games in Yoko Taro style, there is an ending that's easy to get that is depressing as shit. And then there's like if you put a bit more extra effort into things then you can get a good Less ending. Less depressing. <laughs> yeah, you can kind of get like a like um like a bittersweet melancholy one. This one just actually just has a straight up happy ending if you oh. kind of put some effort into it. And oh my God. not to get like same with Nier, like we'll talk about it more later, but Nier has a relatively happy ending if you do all of the like en- the main endings. Like the last yeah, ending Yeah, I definitely is- want to like
2: I want to watch like a video of all mm-hmm. the different endings cuz I didn't do that yet, but I want to do it like closer to when we sit yes. down and actually have a conversation about that because I want it to be fresh. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it's uh you know, Yokotoro has a has <laughs> a trend of just having things be very melancholic, but it's right. it's cool. It's got a, it's got a certain style.
1: Oh, I like I should not. We can, we can save it cuz there's a whole lot I have to say yeah. about yeah. him. We,
2: and We'll have his, to his Yes. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we have many, many things to talk about in, with respect to Yoko Taro and his, uh, his weirdness that brings happiness <laughs> in, in weird ways to people. But uh, you know what wasn't weird and it brought a lot of happiness to myself and Greg was that fucking Forza Horizon 5. We threw that thing on. Greg, help me out here. How happy, how happy <laughs> were we throwing that on for the first time.
0: I don't like and it's <laughs> it's gonna be weird to say, especially because I'm talking about a simulation racing game. Now but but it's Arcadia as fuck, but it's still a simulation racing game. But it's it's so strange that I played that game and I felt probably the most joy that I felt playing the game all year.
2: Dude, I could like I like so you and I threw this on Together after work one day, we were like, all right, let's or no, I think it was on the weekend. Yeah, it was on a it was on a weekend. And I got up and you were like, What are you doing right now? And I was like, nothing, just you know, chilling. You were like, Wanna get on that Forza? And I, I ran upstairs and I was like, I'm excited for this because I've been hearing a lot of good stuff. And, you know, I like playing stuff with my friends. And we hopped in and just the intro sequence of firing a Ford Bronco out of the back of a Hercules and then having it parachute down to a track and then you immediately start taking control and then this amazing soundtrack kicks in with very, very, very good, like licensed music that they've kind of handpicked for this for this game. And then you just start driving and then you don't stop driving. Like that's the thing. That's the whole point of this game is you you drive and you have fun. And that is it. And I mean, that sounds very basic on on, like as a, you know, just kind of a a glance. But God damn, did I have like, I had a smile ear to ear. And I swear to God, I could hear your smile.
0: Like, there's something about driving that car or like dropping out the back of a plane and then landing (laughs) and then just driving really fast. Like, even though it's a video game, the, the act of it was, it was just, it was just joyous.
2: Yeah, and it was then, ridiculous.
0: Like, and then like plain like there's there's the events are range from basic to insane in the best way. Like, I don't know well, if we've done it yet. We did that t- the Titan thing. That was crazy. The, the Titan was crazy. That was a, a full like <laughs> 12 minute long race or something like that. But the 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 one that sticks out for me is you have to drive to the top of a volcano and then I haven't done. You that race yet. down it because it starts to not erupt, but like there's seismic activity. You start racing down it. Really? And then, oh yeah, and then the um the guy you're you're, you're with because you always have like guides and stuff. The guy you're with is like, you, like you t- he's like take this jump and then you take a jump <laughs> and you land in the middle of a racetrack with a race in progress. What? And as, as soon as you land, you get like your it pops up on the screen like you 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 land in like. Place like six of eight, and it's like, "All right, win the win the race," and like it's like a race in progress. So it's like you have like one lap to do it, and it it was. Dude, so... that sounds
2: bonkers in the best kind of way. Like it's... I, I'm happy listening to you describe. Like I I want to be like, all right, let's just uh, let's hang up this uh, this call right now. Let's get into that Forza for a minute. I just want to I want to I want you to show me this because that that's the thing. Like I felt the same as you. I was just having so much fun playing this game, and like. For the most part, like, it's been pretty, like, I've heard some people had some pretty weird bugs and stuff going on, like, especially on, like, PC, like, people had to, like, disable a lot of, like, firewall stuff. But, like, for the most part, we didn't have too much trouble other than, like, um, I kind of kept bouncing in and out of your game. Like, you Mm -hmm. would see me and then you wouldn't. I think that was partly due to the internet, which I fixed today. Uh, The Technician came and fixed everything up and, you know, made everything good again uh but like it it could have very well been that my internet connection was was dog shit because prior to that, uh when I did a speed test he, and like I'm sitting next to a booster, like a wi fi booster, I'm sitting directly next to it, and I also have my p c is hardwired to that booster, so like I'm getting the the maximum amount of wi fi directly from that thing that I could possibly get and i i was doing speed tests and getting 68 megabits per second which is like not that fast and since uh the technician came and fixed it i'm getting like 400 and upwards which is fantastic i've noticed a major difference so i i like i kind of want to jump back into forza and just see like it like i don't want to i don't want to kind of shame forza for being like uh you know, it's kind of buggy because I kept, like, bumping in and out of your your game. But, like, I I think it was because of my internet. But it might not have been. It could have been some bugs on their end, too. We'll do science. But we'll do science. We'll do some science. But for the most part, there was not a lot to complain about in terms of, like, uh, functionality and just overall, like, smoothness. I mean, jumping in and out of each other's game, once you know how to do it, was not too bad. No. Uh, at first, it was a bit like, hmm, how do you do this?
0: Yeah, once we got it all figured out, it was it was smooth sailing. And then yeah, it was we did th- very simple, and we just overthought it. <laughs>
2: yeah, and then we uh, as with yeah, all uh, things, we threw some uh, we threw some anime girls on our on our cars. That, that was pretty is the good. Best
0: part of that game, by the way. I,
2: yeah, I love. Well, I mean, you rolled up when I first seen you. You rolled up with a fucking KFC car. <laughs> it was like a goddamn Lamborghini with like KFC written all, or like a Supra or something, At like KFC tastes good, like, on the side of your car.
0: Yeah, the user-submitted paint jobs in that game are... Oh, they're fantastic. It's the best part of the game, and, like, every single one of my cars is just, like, covered in anime girls, because I find it hilarious. With the exception of my Lamborghini... uh, Sorry, my Ferrari, which has Pikachu on the side. Nice. I, uh...
2: Oh, and... Dude, I... I almost passed out when I've seen your creative character.
0: Um, Oh, Thin Diesel?
2: Yeah, you made Thin Diesel. And the reason why you made Thin Diesel is because you can't make him buff enough in the character creator.
0: You can't make him buff at all.
2: (laughs) So he's just a skinny look. He does look like Vin Diesel, but just without muscle. (laughs) And then I I actually thought uh, I, I was really like taken by surprise when the game started up and they were like hello Thomas and I was like wait what is the main character's name just Thomas or is are they just like saying my like what's going on here and then you did say you're like yeah no they it, it'll it say like your name but it it wouldn't say Jerry I guess because I spell it with a G
0: so you I like com- it.
2: I completely threw them off
0: you can find your name oh really Yeah, uh, because it just loads it based on either your Microsoft profile or your last Forza Horizon save. Because when I loaded it up, it had the character I made for the last Forza Horizon game, and it remembered my name and everything, all my information from that. But I had to change it to Thin Diesel. But (laughs) when I, whenever I play, it's like, like my GPS is like, "Hey Greg, take a left here." I'm like, "All right, GPS, you know my (laughs) name." I love it.
2: It's so and like that's another thing too. The driving. In that game, is, I mean, that's a that's a pretty blanket statement. Like the driving is good, but just the the way that the um, the driving indicators are, um, like the guide, mm. and the way that it kind of, I think the best way to describe this game is like it is a racing sim, but it's also like very arcade in a, in a lot of ways. But like it controls tightly, like a racing sim does. Yes but it has like these arcade moments and like you're just going like super fast. Also it was pretty funny uh you know I, I was trying to queue up some races for us and I I picked like a like a Baja one and for some reason I thought that it suggested I don't know why I thought it suggested my Lambo for the Baja race and I guess <laughs> Because I chose the Lambo, everybody else had to pick Lambos. So we were just on this like off-road track with these Lamborghinis, just like hitting these jumps and shit. And it was so stupid and it was so ridiculous. We it ended up so
0: hard. It was so hard to drive.
2: Yeah. I, I well, obviously, it was not meant to be. So we we had to we had to back out of that and set it up properly. But yeah, I definitely uh, I definitely want to jump back into that and play some more of it. It's not it's not something that I'm like like I want to get at that and I want to beat it. I just want to play it. I just want to I just want to dick around and, you know, do stuff. Drive around, find find some barns. Just, you know, have have some fun. Yeah. I don't know if I, Be- I, Beth would like are like what's your thoughts on like do you like racing games at all besides like Mario Kart? No.
1: no and I don't like Mario Kart either. <laughs> Wait, what? No.
2: Oh boy. I don't
1: like any type of racing you, game?
2: You you have like a like some sort of a what did Mario do to you?
1: <laughs> they don't make games that I like.
0: Yeah. Listen, Beth likes what Beth likes, and it's very specific. <laughs> yeah.
2: You know what, Beth? You know, I will say, Beth does have a taste, and it doesn't always land with me, but I'll tell you, she has me excited for something that we threw on briefly uh, the other night. She wanted me to, like, she was like, not. Begging is a is a strong word, but like I was
1: strongly (laughs) recommending that you were like based off of the fact that you have been reaching out and trying different things lately and being surprised that I have been yes there was something that you would like that you didn't think
2: like I threw on Dongon Rampa trigger happy havoc and
0: uh this is the first time hearing about this.
2: Yeah, um, so Beth and I were playing a bunch of games the other night um, when when you uh, you weren't available. So we we ended up actually hanging out for like a while. We uh, we got like halfway through Murder House, which I'll get was to that. When I had my second. old man bedtime. Yes. That was when you had old man Greg bedtime. Old
1: man Greg.
2: It's too bad, too, because like, I think you would have had a good time watching Murder House. But first, let me talk about Danganronpa really quickly for a second, because this is definitely something that I want to try out um cuz something that i've i've been learning this year is all the things that i thought i didn't like in terms of like genres of games and and gameplay mechanics all the things i thought i didn't like i'm starting to like you know i always said there's no way i'm playing an MMO well i devoted pretty much the greater part of this year to an MMO and loved it uh i also said I don't like roguelikes and I absolutely adore uh Returnal and I uh, I I mean I know it came out last year but I finished Hades this year which I I love that game. So it turns out I'm starting to like games that typically I have always said I didn't like. So when Beth recommended this game that's a graphic or the graphic novel. She recommended this game that's a visual novel but with like Get, like, there's some light, like you know what what we've seen there for a minute. Like, mm-hmm. there was there was some like moving the camera around and clicking on things. Like, I'm yeah. I'm into that. Like, that's that's okay for me. Like, I'm, and, and that's I'm all right reading I a bunch.
1: S- I would suggest on Rapa to anybody. Like, it does have this reputation as being a um a visual novel, but I don't think that's accurate because there, yes, there is a lot of reading. So I guess maybe I won't recommend it to people who don't like reading, but it's there it's not just that and it, it does things that that are like twisty and turny and not what you would expect at times um i think it's very well segmented and structured in each chapter has like three distinct parts and there one of them is like this is a visual novel sort of part and then this is a investigation part and then this is a trial part and um but because of that distinction it's not just a visual novel kind of thing so
2: yeah no i i was pretty into what we like briefly seen um i i was definitely getting like persona vibes from like just like the menus and just the way that like the like dialogue boxes and stuff were coming up it's it definitely grabbed my attention and like I said, I have been more willing to play things that I thought I would never like this year. Um so I th- I think that that game is definitely going to be in a, in my rotation. Maybe not this year cuz this year's kind of coming to an end pretty quickly here and I still have a bunch of stuff that I want to get through. Um but I think 2022 I'm going to have beat my first visual novel. Yeah,
1: and you um and I I'll- I want to watch because the, I love watching people play specifically this game. I like w- watching people play anything that has like, um, that maybe is not what you expect. That kind of defies your expectations at times and, um, like so, flips yeah. things on its head. But I, I do want to say like, I, it's not that I'm not open to trying things that I, don't think I like. It's just I've played enough racing games and I've played enough fighting games to know that I really don't like them. That doesn't mean right. that maybe there's gonna be something that comes along one day that does like a genre mashup or finds like a something that hooks me, but I have given it enough chances and enough shots to it be like it's just generally not something that I I vibe with.
2: I know what you mean because like in terms of like racing or fighting games and stuff. I mean, they are what they are at their core, you know, like if you if you want to say like, you know, oh, try this game out. It's like Mario Kart, but it's real. And that that game is just called Blur. That's the name of that, right? Blur. And then there's like Split Second. Those yeah, those Yeah,
0: Blur Blur is the one that's like Mario Kart in a simulation racing game.
2: Yeah. So I mean, again, it's it's a little bit of a different take on that kind of racer but like in at the end of the day it's it's a racing game but i i cannot believe this game that i recently picked up cuz i immediately i was turned away from it i think greg you linked the link to inscription in our group chat i did and i think i opened it up and I seen cards, and I went, "I'm out. I don't want to do anything that has to do with deck building or cards. That's not my kind of game." You fool. And then, I, I don't know why I, I, like didn't pick up on this, but Inscription is a game by Daniel Mullins, and Daniel Mullins did a game that I thought was mind blowing. And that's Pony Island. And I played that. I I don't know how I came across that game. I don't know how it was recommended to me. But I played that. I didn't know anything about it going into it. And it was like, unlike anything I'd ever seen. And Inscription is like, just the best example that I can think of, of there is really no other game like this game. I... I cannot stress enough that, like, to my knowledge, in 2021, there is not another game that is like Inscription. There's, it does not exist. And, Beth, like you were saying, when you try these games, it's kind of like, okay, well, you guys yeah. want me to play this racing game. Well, you kind of know, like, you're not really into racing games. Now, when I tried Inscription and I was kind of like, I'm not really into card games or deck building games, but you know what? I'll give it a shot. I wasn't expecting this game to just completely blow my mind in the way that it did. And up until I played Inscription, I was really, really confident with the game that I was picking for Game of the Year. And I've been saying to you guys all along, I'm pretty sure that Game of the Year up to this point, I mean, I, there's still there's still a little ways to go yet. I still have some stuff. But Resident Evil 8 was like... it. It held that title. Like, it It was wearing that crown. And Inscription had me rethink everything. Every game I played this year, I, re, I was rethinking, like, holy shit, is this... I think this is the best game that I've played this year. Matter of fact, this could be one of the craziest games I've ever played. Like, hands down. I could not take my hands off of this game. I was at work thinking about this game. I don't get like that very often. Souls games do that to me. Um, but if you had said, hey, Jerry, you're going to really get into a card building, like, like a deck builder, card-based, roguelike kind of escape room. Because like, that's the thing. like Inscription is so many different things, and I think that's what makes it stand out so much. Not to mention it has like one of the coolest visual styles I've ever seen in my life. Um, and like that was another thing. You guys watched me... Actually... Greg, I kind of owe to you getting me through the first like hour of that game because I was very bad. I was doing poor.
0: You, you don't have, you don't have a card game mindset yet. And I'm sure you got, you beat the game, so you must have gained it.
1: But there's a certain way you have to think um, to,
0: I don't know how to word it. Um, 'Cause you can you can enjoy and be successful at card games without thinking this way. But I guess there's a certain way you, you need to think to make it easier on yourself.
2: Yeah. Um it's it's kinda like playing chess, you know, like you gotta kind of wrap your head around it differently. It's not it's not like a normal gameplay. Like it's not mm-hmm. it's not like you can't like brute force stuff and you can't just like over like you can't underthink, especially with this game. And like another thing I wanna say is I'm I'm purposely avoiding really talking much about this game. Like I'm being very vague about what this game is because if anybody's listening to this and you have not played Inscription yet, please, please just buy this game and play it and don't, don't look up anything about it. Just go in blind and just power through it because the, the twists and turns that this game takes just will totally blow your mind. I, I can almost promise, like 99% of whoever listens to this call to to action is going to enjoy this game because it's, there's something in it for everybody. I'll say that. It's not, on the surface, it's not necessarily what you think it is. So that's, that's, and unfortunately, that's really all I can say about the game because that's the whole point. The game works so well as just this experience of, you don't know what's going to happen next with this game. And I think that Daniel Mullins is definitely going to be someone that people are going to want to look out for going forward because holy shit, he, he really blew my mind with this game. I'm I'm telling you, it was, it was quite the experience. I wish I could talk more about it. Um, hopefully maybe in the near future, um, whether one of you guys play it through or, you know, some, uh, Friend of the podcast, or someone that wants to come on and do and do like a discussion or something, because I I I got to talk about this game at length. Like it, I I need to talk about it. But but yeah, um, in, inscription and you know, me turning out to really like roguelikes with fraternal. I'm trying all kinds of new stuff. So going back to what I was saying, I can't wait to kind of deep dive into this Dongan Rampa game and try out something again something completely new i've never played a a visual novel before Mm
1: -hmm. so
2: i'm looking for and i think i think persona may have like primed me a little bit for getting into that because i mean there is a lot of anime ass anime nonsense Uh, i am all about
0: some anime ass anime nonsense Um, more anime than the cars i drive in (laughs) sports
1: more
0: anime (laughs) girls Uh, i don't know oh man
1: uh i don't know I, i'm glad you're coming over to my side of the if it's weird <laughs> it's good um
2: yeah because inscriptions weird
1: yeah it's genre bending weird, in kind of like ways. mind fucky like that stuff that's i really like that kind of game like those types of games but i like those types of stories i like those types of movies anything like that takes something that is expected or what you kind of are used to and then really just kind of dissects it in a way and um, can break it down to its parts and then mess around with those things. Like something, so like um, to kind of go off on like a little bit of a tangent, uh, it makes me think of like, like Scream and Zombieland. Those movies are so good, like, and they do a really good job of kind of uh, lampshading um, typical tropes and cliches associated with those types of films, because those types of films have existed in abundance beforehand, the structure, the conventions, the plot points, the, you know, twists are done over and over and over again. Um, and so has such a strong foundation of what people think these things are going to be like that you're able to then do stuff like Scream and Zombieland that, um, seem really fresh and meta and, um, funny because they're like, you know, oh yeah, the, the, the villain at the end of the movie always comes back. Right. So you, yeah. you kind of, you shoot twice. Um, it, it's so when when you kind of like can get to points where you can play games um, and make games like Inscription or Van Rampa, it's because that there's been such a solid foundation made uh, that when they take it and twist it, it's not only new like it feels new again, but like it makes you really kind of think about this the like the medium that is being like that is the story is being told with. Yeah.
2: Um, I'm looking forward to to actually like playing it with you though because I mean you know what let's let's talk about it we we played two two games that really stand out for me that are definitely going to be in our game of the year discussions um one of them we've finished together from start to finish was House of Ash mm, and holy hell is, that was a fantastic game it i Ashes. loved Isn't it Ashes? House of House of Ashes? is it House of Ashes? I can't remember. Um, But it's the new uh, Dark Pictures anthology. And we played that from start to finish. I played it on my end. You guys watched. And we, uh, you know, I kind of let you guys sort of steer the ship a little bit with the, you guys were like suggesting what I should choose. And then like, you know, I accidentally killed somebody. I was going to
0: say, I didn't suggest you kill Merwin.
1: <laughs> yeah, we were being very we were like, clear Jerry, about Jerry, stop. what you were doing. Jerry, <laughs> Jerry, stop. <laughs> and you,
0: like, choked him out. <laughs> you Strangled him.
1: We were like, you guys you were, like, yelling. You, you, were, like, doing you were, like, stop are, pressing are you still you mashing the button? like, the press button. <laughs> <laughs> and like,
0: I, we, were like, we were saying, you're killing him. You're, the game's like, hey, man, you're killing him. And, like, you you were just, like, glazed over, strangling the life out of poor Merwin. Poor, poor Merwin.
2: Oh, poor Merwin. Uh, Yeah, that was my bad. I Look, the game went from me mashing the button to run away from something. And then it was, I thought I had to just keep mashing it to help our friend. Like, I thought I had to keep him still. I didn't think I was smothering him.
1: Even though the game told you you were, we told you were, uh, was it Jason? He was like, you're killing Jason right even now. said
2: like, hey man, come on. You're, Let up, you're killing the yeah,
1: man.
2: You're killing him. And I was like, yeah, man, just got to mash it a little harder. Maybe he,
0: maybe he'll live. Hey, man, he can't breathe. Hey, man, <laughs> he can't breathe.
2: <laughs> I just kept going. Uh, but no, yeah, that uh, that game was a lot of fun to play, especially like to play with you guys. Like, mm-hmm. it, it kind of felt like we watched a season of something together because it, it was very, like for the most part, pretty well acted. Uh, All the characters were, like, pretty cool. I thought, like, I I was enjoying, like, the majority of the characters. Um, Ashley Tisdale looked like a fucking slug sometimes. I was going to say
1: that it was well acted by, like, the individual, like, like the VO was good. The character models look so weird at certain times. And, yeah, Ashley Tisdale, like, had, like, almost, like, no neck. And she kind of, like, when she was kissing Nick in the beginning, it was, like, she (laughs) was, like... It was so weird looking. It looked like she just was like, like a, I, Well, my a theory swarmer. is my theory.
0: My theory is like she was like, I'm not putting those dots on my face. <laughs> Forget it. You could you, you know what I look like.
1: <laughs> we we yeah. need actual like uh confirmation on that before we start besmirching Ashley. down. <laughs> hey, listen,
0: uh, I don't think we're gonna hear from her people. It's fine.
1: No, um, no wait, like you could probably Google it.
2: <laughs> I, I actually remember saying God, I can't wait for her to be in some shadows because there are none on her face. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just like, she, like I said, she looked like a worm or something. Like, her neck she was, was too, too long. Shiny.
1: Her character model was just like, yeah, she looked much better covered in, in uh, blood. In blood.
2: Yeah, like, once she was, like, covered in, like, when she did, like, the whole Descent look, which, mm-hmm. by the way, this game was borrowing from a number of movies, but, like, Man, I, I couldn't help but see the descent in this movie. Yeah, like
1: for sure. And,
2: and it was cool though. Like there was some twists and turns. There was like, you know, I don't wanna I don't wanna spoil too much about this because I think it's like inscription. It works better when you don't really know what's going on. It's it, it kind of was like watching a movie. Like you you could see the twists kind of coming, I guess, but like <laughs> very
1: stressful movie
2: (laughs) it was very yes it was very stressful it was you know what it was pretty goddamn scary too in a lot of moments um there's a few times of like walking down like very because i actually have claustrophobia in real life so like movies like the descent scare the shit out of me even before the monsters show up so like you know when i was forced to walk down a very very narrow corridor Mm -hmm. in like a goddamn cave and I know that there's like sounds coming from the other end. That was unnerving in, in, a, in a lot of ways. And See,
1: unlike Aliens Fireteam Elise, <laughs> this is a situation where narrow corridors and that like sameness and that kind of disorienting kind of feeling of just walking down corridors that all sort of look the same and then are dark where you kind of don't know if you're going the right way you don't know if you're lost, you don't know what's around the next corner. Like that's effective. You know. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean like the set pieces too also lend yes. greatly to to the atmosphere of of uh House of Ashes. <laughs> and I yeah, there was there was definitely like some pretty bad jump scares that I got during during our playthrough of that game. Um
1: yeah. and you and- could you could not figure out how to do the heartbeat thing, so we also but, I mean, we got through, and we lost Nick, and we lost Merwin.
2: Yeah. I think... I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, but I I think Merwin dies anyways. No. I think... Really? No. No, you killed him. You killed him. <laughs> but, like, he doesn't make it to the end he regardless. Does. He does? He does. Oh. Oh, poor Merwin.
1: Yeah. Um... Yeah, you can he, he can fully make it out with you.
2: Well, I kept the, the majority of them alive.
1: Yeah. I think there's so, only one character uh that is a part of your fire team squad, your group, um, that goes down that is you cannot make it. That person will not make it out.
2: Oh. Hmm, interesting. Well yeah. Uh great game um, highly recommend it for especially if anybody's played any of the the other um, dark pictures games I think it's probably the best one out of the three so far
1: it is it's not better than until dawn um, no, but it's definitely it's not. the best out of these smaller uh, bite-sized ones
2: um, also I find it absolutely crazy with all the all the the purchasing of different studios that yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Uh all the acquisitions of all these different studios that have been happening, it blows my mind why Sony didn't step up and go, "Hey, Supermassive, we would like you to join Sony Studios." Because I mean, they did like that game exclusively and it had, that that's one of the few games that I mean, it could eventually, but it hasn't come over to PC yet.
1: I I under I definitely understand like it wouldn't it seems strange, but the acquisition of um insomniac and housemark they're companies that have very long long standing relationships with Sony that's
2: true yeah um
1: and that's not to say they wouldn't just kind of pick up a studio here or there, but like and even blue point like these these studios have been working with Sony for years and they have um consistently released well like critically acclaimed um and well-made games for Sony exclusively um and sometimes not exclusively but the that um, to kind of be like yes Xbox does need to do a lot of purchasing because they for how good like Game Pass is and other things uh a very common complaint is the lack of um kind of first party games from them especially different types uh they don't yeah. have a lot of variety um and so it makes sense for them to kind of be purchasing um a lot and yeah a different a bunch of different types whereas sony for the moat like i mean i guess like maybe a good thing for their part um they do tend to get into partnerships or at- get acquisitions for or studios that they've have partnerships with uh that seem long running and and like mutually beneficial and then they'll kind of be like okay well do you want us to buy you kind of thing so um it if until dawn like if they make more and there is a relationship that is kind of built off of that then i would i feel like it would make more sense but they don't really seem to be in the habit of just like being like oh you made one game for us that was good okay yeah you're with us now um yeah
0: no that makes sense at this Um, rate it's more likely that microsoft will pick them up exactly (laughs) probably yeah because all all those game. games ended up on Game Pass, so like it's, mm-hmm. I, I, I I guess at this point I see it as being more likely that Microsoft will pick them up before Sony picks them up, if anyone picks who, them up at all.
2: I wonder yeah. who uh, who's going to pick up Blizzard? I Heard they're a they're no a good company. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: Activision that's, already that's, Act- that's Activision. Yeah, <laughs> Activision already.
0: They're, they're they're too big to be to be picked up by a sing- by a single. They like, just, uh,
2: developer. they just need to to just stop. They need to <laughs> that's that's a whole can of worms, but
0: uh yeah don't have time. No. we
2: we will no we could have a a goddamn podcast alone on all mm. that shenanigans. But uh yeah, no, I um I had a really good time with House of Ash. And I think Ashes, I think it,
1: House it is, of ashes. It is it is ashes, right?
2: <laughs> it is. I think I it is. Sure. Um, um
1: No, I, well so something I like about the super massive horror games that are done in the style is um beyond yes the choice and everything that's kind of cool to kind of be like how well would you actually do in these types of situations because you know you you get like people who watch horror games and they're like well if i was in this situation i never would have gone down the corridor with the noise like um <laughs> yeah i would survive so it kind of puts that kind of me you know, like okay well now you say you would survive okay well prove it and don't fuck up. Like you're making fun of people for tripping when they're terrified and running and panicked. Okay. Well then hit your button prompts and don't trip up. Yeah. Don't, Um, don't
2: skip your heartbeats.
1: Yeah. Um, (laughs) you, you know, do, do better. You say you can do better. Uh, but something I like about them is like you were saying, like, this is like the descent and they all definitely, uh, kind of pull from different, uh, different horror movie, like obviously like tropes and stuff but they definitely kind of take from that like B movie at times like that B movie horror um but also then kind of like Until Dawn was so B movie horror um,
2: yeah yeah totally but like that that's the thing right like when when these these developers do that but they're like self-aware and they're not mm-hmm. like taking themselves too seriously and like up their own ass it comes it it ends up coming across like almost like nostalgic Um, yeah in a a crazy way
1: if you kind of really want to get into it like horror does maybe i mean all genres do this but i feel like horror does it in like a very much they pay homage a lot horror pays a lot of homage to the horror that's come before it and oh yeah for sure um
2: i mean i just watched that halloween kills mm -hmm. and that pays tribute to the original halloween movies like it's you know it's paying tribute to its its own kind of origin which is it was really cool to see that and like it was even filmed on like a different style camera like it looked like I, at first i was like wait is this is this actually like footage from the original movie but it wasn't like it was it was just the way that it was shot like it was it was really cool so like i i do agree that i find one one thing that i love is when horror movies kind of pay homage to all these classics or not even like old movies but like like you said with the descent like this game was clearly borrowing some uh, even just like visual cues you mm-hmm. know like her coming out of the like pool of blood no that
1: was from uh, tomb raider at uh, 20 2015 2013 when when did that tomb raider
2: come i don't know but i mean there's no, there's another Obviously. there's another shot identical to that so I mean Tomb Raider may have borrowed from the Descent as well. because oh, it, like, sure it, it for sure did. So it for sure did. that's
1: why I was making that. that yeah, because
2: I mean I think the Descent came in like 2005 or something. Um also, if you ha- if anybody's listening to this and you haven't watched The Descent and you can handle scary movies, that movie's fucking really scary and it's really good. It's such a roller coaster. Um highly recommend that. Um yeah, it's I don't know. I uh I quite enjoy playing games with you guys, Um, especially stuff like this where, like, you know, you guys could have, like, input and stuff. But, I mean, besides having input, just being scared together is fun, too. Yeah. And let me tell you all about being fucking scared together. Oh, my God, Greg. I mean, I know that you missed out on this, buddy, but, like, Beth and I were shaking in our fucking boots playing Murder House
1: it was yeah. I was just about to say it was a lot of fun playing through Murder House and it being like okay we got we got a plan that, for this okay so oh this is our God. this is our goal or and our objective okay so um we're gonna systematically <laughs> go through the house room by room and then we we gotta have a safe space that we can do
2: so we, before we, we get green. too ahead of our, too ahead of ourselves Murder House yeah. is by uh, this indie development team called Puppet Combo. And they make these like very, like we went on their website and we were both like, oh my God, this is so cool. It was like very retro, like going to like, like a, like an old mama papa like video store and looking at like all the beat up like VHS uh, tapes and being like, oh, this looks like a, like a good scary movie to rent. And all of their games are very, like very cheesy, like terrible voice acting. Um, But it's, they're doing it on purpose. And like I was saying with House of Ashes, when you can play onto the, the like kind of B movie feeling stuff and you're not up your own ass about stuff, I feel like it lands really well. And I cannot give more praise for this game because not only does it do that stuff well, this game is fucking terrifying. Like, it is one of the most unnerving games I've played in a very long time. Like, I mean, I played through Resident Evil 8 and yes, Resident Evil 8 had its moments of like holy shit, holy shit, holy shit like you're running away from stuff, stuff's chasing you. But there's something about Murder House that is just I don't know, it's it's grimy and all of the like the sound effects are very like harsh, but like not in a bad way. It's just it makes you feel uncomfortable and i mean i i played the prologue before beth jumped in we were just hanging out and i said hey why don't why don't i throw on this murder house and cuz i i finished the prologue let, let's start like the actual game together and i didn't tell her what was in the prologue and what was in the prologue is you're a little kid in a mall that is abandoned like you're you're left there by your mom like your mom just accidentally leaves you there for some reason and you're trying to get out of this mall just after having your pictures taken with the scariest easter bunny i've ever seen in my life and as you're trying to leave the mall you're being stalked by this terrifying lumbering easter bunny that's holding like these two sickles that are just it's just like kind of like the same way that michael myers just slow walks toward people he just kind of slow walks toward you and the sounds that that is coming out of this game when it shows up is just, it's, it's grimy and nasty, harsh. Like there's like, it's just like machinery sounding. And so it kind of reminds me of like silent hill in a way, we- in a weird way. But then there's like also like a, wo- like women screaming and like, there's something like, I don't know. It's just, it's just very unsettling. And I didn't tell Beth about any of this up until the point as we we're playing the, like the actual game, and I said, "Oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you about like what what the main thing is. It's like this Easter Bunny thing." And then you you full stop. You were like, "Stop! Stop! Stop! Pause!" And I was like, "Okay, what?" And you were, and you explained to me you have some phobias one one of which I knew about. This one I didn't. I didn't know that you actually have a legit phobia of the Easter Bunny.
1: I'm uh, terrified of the Easter Bunny. <laughs> And I'm not kidding. Like I'm actually really afraid of the Easter Bunny, and it's not. It's not to me. Like not me. Me not jokey. I I am actually just afraid of the Easter Bunny.
0: Um, <laughs> go look at our group chat real quick.
1: Uh, no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, look. Th- trust me. I am very proud of Beth because I I thought for sure I was gonna have to turn because I I warned her. I said, okay, Beth. I'm just I'm just telling you this guy is really scary. Like, if you're scared of the Easter Bunny, this is not going to be a fun time for you. But you know what? God bless her. She, she, she's she been the best co-pilot I could ask for. Uh, Helping me strategically plan out how I was going to survive the onslaught of... I don't mm-hmm. remember what his name... Like, they were calling him something. So, like, the whole game is like, you're like a film crew going to this this like abandoned house that this serial killer used to live in. And it's something
1: stupid. He's the name. I think his name is literally like the Easter bunny killer or something like
2: that. It's something really simple, but like, I mean, this game looks like a PS one game and it, I don't know. Every time we had to go in the basement, I was like pissing myself. I was like, I don't want to go in this basement. Like I really do not want to go down there. And, the whole time I was like, we were expecting things to start pop. And like when shit starts popping off, it popped off really (laughs) like really quickly and really crazy. Like it, like, cause we were saying like the whole time, like, wouldn't it be crazy if nothing even happens, if they're just like expecting this guy to, nope, he shows up, he shows up big time (laughs) and you are immediately faced with like, an impossible situation. But, like, there are things in this game that we are both, like, screaming, like, so happily. Like, the same way, Greg, that you and I had this joy of playing Forza, Beth and I, when we found a pencil, and then we realized that this pencil kind of represented ink ribbons, and we found a safe room. room. There was a safe room with, like, pleasant music playing yes. and there was a notebook and it, it was like I was oh like, uh... I... <laughs> we were like oh my god it's a safe room for resident evil this is so uh... resident evil
1: yeah because there was like certain things like the menus um felt a little resy so i was like oh it feels resy like and you were like oh the pencil <laughs> like maybe it's an increment ha 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 and then we opened up the uh found the safe room and we were and it, yeah we we're like oh my god it is like resident evil <laughs>
2: And that And that safe from, too, like, we we thought for sure, like, I thought for sure that it was going to just be like, mm-hmm. I was going to open that door and there's going to be just bodies piling out, out of it. But nope, it was just like this nice, pleasant music.
1: Yeah, and then, it was great.
0: Um, that's, a, that's a, sorry, go ahead.
1: No, um, the, <laughs> so it it was fun because it, it has like the kind of like uh, puzzly-esque elements of it. It's like, okay, you have this item. There's a bunch of locked things. What can you use it for? Um and you can like read the description, <laughs> it kind of gives you an idea. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're gonna say. So there was just like it was really funny because it it was like here's a flimsy key. And I was like, oh, maybe it locks unlocks the thing, like the staircase, like under the stairs, because you know, that seems like the flimsiest door. Um and then like, you know, the crowbar we figured out was for um the washing machine and everything like that. And Jerry just kept going wow <laughs> i'm so glad you're here i never would have thought of it that <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was
2: a lot of uh wow it was a lot, like a yeah. lot of light bulb moments yeah. like where i'd be like what does this key that says flimsy do yeah. maybe it opens a flimsy door yeah, I actually like, oh. i i wouldn't even even come to that conclusion i think you came to the majority that i've yeah. just been the one stressing out trying to run away from things but it Um, it was
1: like also there was this one character you need to talk to and he essentially gives you your next (laughs) objective for like three to four things and jerry kept running around being like i don't know what to do and i'm like i think we need to go talk to that guy because he keeps telling us what to do
0: so i mean like you (laughs) like you you could like subtitle that like jerry learns to play a video game
1: (laughs) (laughs) I, i just i was like these things seem you know kind of like maybe what we're supposed to be doing i don't really know but and yeah i just kept jerking, like, wow <laughs> my god it worked <laughs> yeah. yeah when i was like the flimsy door for the, the flimsy key he was like you're a genius i was
0: about to say my god you're a genius
1: <laughs> yeah he's like god man, you're so smart and i was like uh okay <laughs> it's a small game there's six rooms uh
0: Uh, That's all great. Um, I need to circle back to the Easter Bunny.
1: Oh, please Um, (laughs) not.
0: So, like, does this like originate from like those horrifying mall Easter bunnies?
1: So there was a movie, or the idea of the Easter Bunny. There was no, there was there was yes, specifically, it has to do with the the mall ones. But it's because I I watched a movie that was I guess supposed to be a parody of like the Blair Witch Project when I was really little, like I'm not like four or five and, um, the Easter bunny, it was, instead of Blair, Witch, it was the Easter bunny kind of thing. <laughs> and it, it was unsettling, like very, and as a four-year-old, very scary. And since then, I just, there's just this part of me that's so afraid of like, cause you know, mall santas you can see mall santa's face Who don't know who the fuck is underneath the easter bunny head like it's like i it's i just it freaks me out and i'm i am maybe uh shouldn't admit like raudily and out loud but i was like <laughs> 18 or 19 years old and i was in the mall and i looked up and the easter bunny was walking towards me and I fully abandoned my friends who I was with. Ran into a store and hid behind some shelves. I'll and they—they pre- they like, followed you into the store. Oh my god! No, I was throw oh up. If he followed me into the <laughs> store. No, my friends. My friends like came with me and were like they were like behind the shelves. Like, you just, oh, my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, because he didn't you, know. We,
0: you just ducked into find, an American can eagle. Way, can we find a way to get? Um, Resident Evil 2, the, the remake, and mod oh my God. Uh, Mr. X into an Easter bunny and just watch you play it.
1: No! Are you... F- no! That's so <laughs> mean! I just told you that. I'm legitimately afraid. And you're just like, let's uh,
2: Let's do this. That'd, That'd be, be like fun, saying, man? hey, Jerry, uh, we just learned that you're claustrophobic. How about we put you in a doghouse, lock it, and be like, <laughs> try to find your way out,
0: man. That'll be fun. I mean, that would be pretty fun.
1: No, <laughs> you're, you're a psychopath.
2: Um, I mean, it kind of goes along with the uh the theme of gaslighting that we've been talking about the last few episodes. I Greg is a psychopath. No, no it's yeah, not. Okay,
1: okay, okay. I was like, gaslighting doesn't really have to do anything to do with this, but I understand what you're. Yeah, from
2: I listen. I was getting behavior. to a thing.
0: Yes, <laughs> my behavior.
1: <laughs> did you, did you smart, start small fires as a child?
0: Nah, never once. I, I remember, remember once I tried that. to make a torch out of like a stick and paper towel and like cooking oil. Didn't work. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> uh, do, do you remember that video from a few years ago where like the the Easter buddy comes to like the that like the, nice? the preschool and like the kids are like <laughs> losing their shit in terror?
1: <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> like, I Do you remember
0: that? You know you I'm, know the one. You know the video. You must have seen I, it.
2: I think I've seen it. That's but, me. You know what? That being said, I will say I was, I was proud of Beth after knowing that she legitimately is terrified of the Easter bunny. She, she was able to, I I don't know if you were actually just like tabbing out of the screen share whenever he was around, but you were handling it. I have been
1: looking not at the screen, but, (laughs) um,
2: you know what? We got some really crazy jump scares though, during this game. Like, that mm-hmm. that initial one where like the there's room. that fl- the flash of like dead body like the whole yep. like it was like the shining where like it's just like She's a like, quick I had
1: a premonition you were all yeah. dead and he's like get back to work <laughs> <laughs> yeah that guy's such a piece of shit <laughs> yeah,
2: but like, like I love how slimy and sleazy mm. that guy is cause like I it's like I know that guy from like old eighties and nineties, like yeah. shitty movies. Like I know that guy. That's just like a womanizer, and he's just like, "Hey, get back to work. Come on, where the fuck is the pizza?" Huh? Like that guy. He like and isn't we're not it, is
1: paying this... you to have uh, thoughts and opinions. Dana. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, and then he was. Didn't he like make some suggestion to like the main character and was like. Uh, oh yeah, wanna, like, like hey,
1: stick around long enough, and uh you can work your way up if you know what I mean.
2: Yeah, like yeah, yeah. just like such a piece of shit, but like yeah, I, like and I don't think like Public Combos like glorifying that kind of person. What? I think they're no, like God just no. paying homage to like do you know who this per like this guy is in like fucking all these '80s movies and stuff. Like there is yes, one they're of those 100% guys. Hundred
1: percent playing on like uh, classic tropes. Uh, I for um, sure like you. Um, you know, Tom is nice and chill and you're the unpaid, overworked intern and you've got your sleazy boss and <laughs> Dana's the like reporter woman who's like pretty and everything like that. But she like wants to make a big break, but she's being like, you know, objectified uh, yeah. and is kind of a bitch.
2: <laughs> she is kind of a she, Yeah. But she, I, I, mean,
1: um, I will I, say. I, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> uh it it the very specific type of easter bunny that freaks me out is like the one that looks like the mall santa one i find like the donnie darko aesthetic of it makes it a little bit more um digestible i I don't don't like it
0: but yeah i was gonna say like how do you how do you feel about donnie darko but i don't like I, said, I, still
1: don't, I still don't like that visual like it still freaks me out but it, it is very specific to like the easter bunny you would see in a mall kind of idea right
2: but yeah, that also you don't need to watch donnie darko because that movie kind of sucks in my opinion i think it's yeah, overrated wouldn't? <laughs> um, i don't
1: want to i mean i know how it ends and it seems like me.
2: Yeah, it's talking about things that are up its own ass. <laughs> that movie's up its own ass. Um the way
1: you went yeah yeah yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I I think Murder House is probably one of the most interesting horror games that I've played in a while. Um like I don't I don't I don't think it's going to like dethrone Resident Evil 8 for me this year in terms of like a horror game, but mm-hmm. like it's definitely doing things like I want to play more of these Papa combo games. Like for sure I want to do this because I don't know. Like I think for what they're going for. And like I am legit scared of this game. Like it it is I like I'm not I'm not like blowing this out of proportion. Like you know I Beth were both playing this game and you were seeing what I was going through and like this is not a a pleasant game. Like no. as grimy and like cheesy as it is there's something about it like and i think a lot of that lends itself to like the sound design because the sound design is very like i don't know like ominous and eerie and like harsh in a lot of ways like when we had that flash of that premonition like it was very like sharp and like abrupt and it was just like nails on a chalkboard yeah like for a split second and we were both like oh my god like it it shook me
1: (laughs) traditionally like sound and sound design and um music is instrumental to horror um and a good horror experience um it's if you had i say you know not everything but the i feel like the vast majority of like horror movies horror games if you turn the sound off it's not scary anymore um it is a lot of it is like kind of the music and then how that kind of triggers certain things in our brain and then makes us anticipate or something coming or the, that stress that, okay, like ramping up that, like looking behind, not knowing around, like what's around the next turn, but feeling like there's going to be something there and we're not going to like it.
2: Well, Um, I mean, I, I even said to you, um, at one point when remember when the music changed and it was kind of just like this it, it was like a an ominous like kind of like whirling sound and it was mm-hmm. like kind of like r- the pitch was just like constantly rising and i was like oh shit this is like the same music from the, like the the prologue mm-hmm. where like when he showed up like this was the music that was starting to build and it th- like that sound was making me uncomfortable just like yeah. the sa- like that sound like yes of course if i hit mute on the game and didn't hear any of the sounds it wouldn't it wouldn't have the same effect nearly at
1: but think like, about the way that we, the re- we reacted well you reacted to that song like that music think about the way we reacted to that the way we reacted to the safe room music and then also <laughs> yeah. how we react to silence like the absence of it
2: Oh, yeah, like coming up, coming upstairs from the basement after going down there like three or four times and then coming back up. And then that like old 80s, like synth was gone and it was just silent. And then we hear something like drop upstairs or like there was like, you know, like some creaking or like foot footsteps or something was upstairs. And I was like, oh, my God, I like I am scared of this game. Like they're doing such a good job at fucking with us with this game but besides sound
1: cues that's all music that's all sound cues like
2: yeah exactly and i think it's i think it's really interesting how they like just totally get in your in your head about like with all this stuff that said the the premise of the game too like besides like the cheesy acting and stuff that they're like kind of trying to pay homage to like these old horror movies and stuff the the premise of the game like actually is pretty goddamn dark like the whole fact that, like, he yeah. abducts children, brings them back to this, like, house out in the middle of nowhere, and then makes them go on, like, an Easter egg hunt, only to, like, hunt them down and kill them? That yeah, is, but if like...
1: they find all the eggs, he lets them go.
2: <laughs> and that's the whole point of this game. We gotta try to find all the
0: eggs so we can get the fuck out of here. Fair deal.
1: That's um, what I thought, you know? He gives it, them a chance.
0: Gives them a chance. He gives them hope. Um, have you played the Dread X Collection? dread x
2: collection yeah i don't know what that is
0: so that is there's two of them that they've made since but what that is is that's a a collection of like very short game experience made by like a variety of different indos, indie studios like 10 you get 10 per so it's dread x you get 10 oh. per package and it's like you you go through these short experiences and they they run the the gamut in terms of genre of uh types of games they're all horror games i have types of games um, it's something you' probably dig honestly it sounds like that kind of thing you can probably dig look it up i wonder if
2: i wonder if puppet Com- puppet Com- might have even been featured on them because they're like i think they they've been pretty low-key up until recently but like mm-hmm. i think they're starting to like people are starting to pay attention i mean as an example jack guy, who i think is a great youtuber um he's featured in this game like when i seen this janitor in the prologue I was like why does that janitor look like Jack guy, And when he started talking, I was like, "What the fuck? That's Jack Like, and it was kind of cool to see that. So I guess, like, I mean, these are very much like streamer games. Um, every, mostly every streamer pl- plays the puppet combo games, and that's I think that's actually how I heard about them was from a streamer that I I watch, um, and he was saying like, whenever there's a puppet combo game, they are scary as shit, and you know when when i started hearing people throwing that stuff around like you know this is a very scary and even on reset era uh, people were buzzing about these games saying like how crazy the puppet combo games were and how scary they were i was starting to get intrigued like okay this is some this is like untapped i've never heard of these guys i've never played any of their stuff so i'm i'm looking forward to it so beth you and i we have to finish this game together like oh yeah you know, this is definitely something that we we started together. We should definitely finish it together because I I'd say we're probably like halfway now. I don't think it's a very long game.
1: No, no, we I definitely feel like yeah, we are definitely around the halfway point. There shouldn't be too much longer. We only played yeah. it for a little while as well. So <laughs> not speaking long. of a a little
2: a little while. We also at one point. This is just a little a little tidbit, aside thing. I downloaded the uh, that Poppy's Playtime. And because I I had heard some buzz about that too. And that was really cool. I mean, it was only like five bucks, but it was we we threw it on and <laughs> we beat it in like an hour and a half.
1: We yeah, we threw cool.
2: it on. It was really cool though. I was very you impressed shit by it.
1: Yourself, so oh there was my. there was that. Well,
2: Karen came in and was like, Can you shut the fuck up? Like, can you stop screaming? <laughs> Yeah, I got some really bad jump scares during that one, but uh, now I'm I'm excited to uh, to get back in the murder house and you know get all of our Easter eggs so we can get the fuck out of there. Much much like now. Hey, why don't we put all of our Easter eggs in all one basket? And say so long to the folks. I think that that about does it for this episode. I think we covered m- most of the stuff. I think there's a couple of things that we could talk about next time, but uh, yeah, I think Why we on. did. Uh, I think we did justice to getting caught up on all the things we've been playing. I don't know if there's it's anything
1: our else. That very go- belated Halloween episode.
2: <laughs> yeah, kind of in a weird way because well, we did play my, a lot of those.
0: What? My mic was muted, so no one heard me roast your segue, but. Uh...
1: Uh, I'm glad. Thank you God,
0: him. <laughs> the, oh. the the mute button spared you my my wrath. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: well, look, I'm not the Segway master. All right, so you got to learn. And you Usually some... pretty good.
0: I'll give you. That. you Usually pretty good.
2: Yeah, there's always there's always room for improvement. But uh but yeah, you so need to
1: less, use a less. Uh, speaking of, that's my only critique
2: speaking of speaking of let's get out of
1: here <laughs> you're like i'd like to leave now
2: yeah let's go let's buy goodbye uh so yeah that uh that's gonna do it for this this episode of super ghost radio um it's been a been a slice been fun catch us on twitter at super ghost radio uh instagram same thing super ghost radio we're also on twitch as oh by the way update on the twitch thing uh because apparently i got locked out of my account and then I had to do a whole bunch of stuff. I had to mm. change some stuff. It got some, there was a breach. Uh, I think maybe it had to do with some of the stuff that recently happened with Twitch. <laughs> um, maybe
1: Twitch is also good. a pain in the ass. If you're sometimes like it constantly makes me re log in and sends me codes.
2: Yeah. All the so time to log in. So we are actually now just uh, super ghost radio on Twitch. Cause that wasn't that apparently when I first tried to set it up, it was taken now for some reason it's not. So, uh,
1: Someone heard about us and they, they let it go free.
2: Hooray. Thank you. <laughs> anonymous person for letting us have our name. Uh, so yeah, Twitch super ghost radio, nice and easy. So all of our social media platforms are just super ghost radio. So go check them out and uh, you know, leave a like subscribe thing, whatever you people do that, you know show support for us yeah make some suggestions uh eventually i didn't realize this but uh because we use anchor um we could actually set up voicemails (laughs) so at some point maybe we'll get some voicemails going all i have to do is just hit the check mark and then tell people what that number is so uh maybe we'll give that a whirl at some point but uh yeah until next time uh this has been a slice goodbye
1: bye-bye bye Bye. Bye.